0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. I am Jordan Hall, and as always, I am joined by the dynamic Joe Fordyce, our Flyers pre- and post-game live producer. And we are absolutely thrilled to be joined by former beloved Flyer and current pre- and post-game live analyst, Scott Hartnell. Scott, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Jordan. Uh, you're just pumping uh, Joe's tires just a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer going to say dynamic anymore when I introduce uh, it. <laughs> it was great. It's great. Great to see you guys. How you guys been?
0: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret?
2: And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Doing well. Really appreciate you coming on, Scott. Um, Loved your uh, analysis throughout the season. Um, And really excited to have you on because we know, one, uh, one of your good friends and teammates got traded today. And also, one of your good friends and former teammates uh, was acquired today by the Flyers. First, we'll start with Cam Atkinson. Uh, You know him well. He had nothing but great things to say about you in his interview today. Uh, tell us a little bit about Cam and how you know him.
1: Yeah, it's, it's bittersweet, right? Like you said, you, you bring in a friend, obviously, but you lose a great friend and a great player as well with Jakey. But, you know, starting with Cam, uh, you know, he was a guy that was uh, just full of life, full of energy. Absolutely loves the game of hockey, he loves to score goals, wants to score goals, practice games, uh, whatever it may be, uh, whether it's uh, you know, darts after uh you know in the clubhouse, whatever. He he always wants to win so competitive. So I think he's gonna bring that that spirit that energy that that is around cam on and off the ice which which is awesome uh you know uh, biased obviously we were stalmates so we had a lot of fun together uh, you know lacing up uh, our skates for practice every day for a few years for games going to war with each other and and just came really close and and uh, my first year retired we were in columbus so stayed uh, in contact with him and watching his career develop the last few years so uh you know a lot of respect for cam and uh, what he can bring on the ice, he's fast, he's dynamic, uh, uh, loves to cheat a little bit offensively, he gets a lot of breakaways, uh, good goal scorers, I know how to do that the right uh, parts of the game, right parts of the season. So he's uh, uh, when he's out there, there's always something uh, that that great happens, a great penalty kill, which uh, which the Flyers need as well. So I think they they really upped uh, just the all-round game, um, not compared to Jakey, but just just Cam's game
2: brings a lot. Scott, when you look at, um, at Cam, he was so excited about joining the Flyers today. When you listen to him talk, uh, I, felt, I, I started thinking that he could really be a, a salesman for other free agents and, and other players to want to join the Flyers. I know when you were here as a player, this was kind of a destination for a lot of free agents and, and players to want to come. And, and how important will that role be for Cam with the flyers.
1: Yeah. He like he's like I said before, he's just full of life. And he's uh, you know, he called me at uh I think it was well eight o'clock in the morning here, eleven there. And he's like, he's like, you never believe it. He's like, I'm coming to Philly. And I was like, what? Like you know, Cam Atkinson's supposed to, you know, be in the blue jackets organizations forever. And I'm like, I'm like, who are you going for? And and my first thing that came to mind was either JBR or Vorachek, right? And uh, you know it ended up being Vorchek found out a couple hours later but it, it's uh, you know just kind of crazy how it all happened and and literally it was uh, he's like wow I got a chance to win right now with the Blue Jackets are in a little bit of a rebuild they've lost a lot of players on their side with like Josh Anderson, Dave Savard, Seth Jones, uh, Bobrovsky, Duchesne in the last couple of years right so they're they're going in different directions and, and, you know, the Flyers obviously have made a bunch of big moves. It reminds me of a lot uh, the year that I came with chemo teaming and myself, uh, Jason Smith, Joffrey Lupo, Danny Briere, they bring in these four or five, six new guys and totally changes that team, the dynamics. And then you kind of grow together and and become a a great team. And, and, you know, kind of what we did back then, we didn't win, but we're close obviously, but uh, it just, just seems like there's, uh, just a great fit on paper, and, and obviously the guys need to go out and play and, and do their thing.
0: Yeah, for everyone listening, a big trade. Another trade uh, occurred on Saturday, the fourth trade by Chuck Fletcher in a span of eight days. It was Jacob Borchek for Cam Atkinson. Scott, you also played with Jake for a long time. You know him extremely well. I know he looks up to you. Um, have you heard from Jake, and what did you think of that? Just It's an end of an era, really, 10 years for Jake in, in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, 10 years is a long time, right? And yeah. and him getting traded as a young kid, coming coming to the Flyers organization, uh, you know, he just brought so much life. Uh, he's competitive. He's, he wants to win every time. He wants to be the guy with that puck. And, you know, it's, it's uh, a hard thing to replace too, right? Jakey wants that puck. He, you know, he holds it. He goes behind the net. He's making plays on that power play, which are are really tough plays for, uh, you know, left-handed uh uh, shot on the right side of the power play him and G uh, you know, going back and forth. So it, it's going to be a little bit uh, different power play. That's for sure. But uh, you know, and off the ice Jakey is just a great teammate would do anything for you. You know, if, uh, if I needed something, I know that I could call him and he would drop uh, everything and, and be there right for me. So it's um, uh, bittersweet, like I said earlier in the, in the podcast, but it's just, uh, it, it's exciting for Jakey to go get a fresh start somewhere else. He obviously knows that city, knows a lot about it. So it's uh, probably the learning curve for him is, is not that high, but, you know, for Cam coming here, it's, a, it's just a great opportunity. Uh, he's got a couple of good friends that he knows already with Kevin Hayes on the team. Uh, so I'm sure he'll feel comfortable, uh, you know, right off the bat. So it, it's going to be exciting. Uh, it's been an exciting uh, off season for the Flyers. They need to do, you know, add a little bit of D depth. They've added two and then they, they bring in the Cam Atkinson, a uh, uh, really, really good, uh, powerful, uh, speedy skill forward as well.
2: Scott, I wanted to ask you one more thing about Jake Voracek. As he leaves the Flyers and you kind of look back at his legacy with this team, he's in the top 10 in games played in franchise history for the Flyers, as well as assists. And it might, he might, might not be one of the first things you think of when you think of kind of the all-time leaders in certain things for the Flyers. But what do you think his legacy as a Flyer will be?
1: I think he's, he's, he's right up there. He, he was fun to watch. He was really fun to play with. I had some of my best years playing with, with him and Claude Drew. Right. And, and, you know, he just, he, he just loved to, loves the game, loves the practice, loves to score, uh, love the city of Philadelphia. Um, you know, I think, uh, uh, he has, uh, just passion, right. And, and if things weren't going his way, he'd yell, he'd scream, he'd be mad at himself. And, but that was just Jakey. Right. And, and you got to respect that. Uh, uh, that's who he is. And he just, uh, uh, just has a lot of passion in life too. Uh, one of the best guys, one of my favorite teammates that I played for. Um, so I just wish him all the best, but like his legacy, he'll, uh, he'll definitely go around If you ask people that have watched him play and, and obviously some other uh, high end Philadelphia flyers. Uh, every time he was on the ice, he brought it. And he didn't uh, go through too many games where he was just kind of floating around and, And not doing anything he was uh, he was always competitive always uh, always giving it his all which uh, which i love about him
0: flyers talk is brought to you by great railing stop into great railing for the highest quality and lowest prices on all your railing decking and fencing needs well scott one of the funniest things was cam ackison pops up on this zoom interview and boom he's wearing a gritty shirt (laughs) and my first thought was how did he have that right there on hand and apparently it came from you and your wife uh can you take us into that and um and just how funny was that
1: well lo- long story short it was uh i think when the flyers honored me the, the one day where i dropped the uh the puck at the it was uh, uh you know one of the first years i think gritty was there but they had all the t-shirts and we had a suite for my family and and everything like that and anyway they brought me a box of these gritty t-shirts i'm like oh, i'll take them home and and Cam's uh, wife, Natalie, she is like the funniest person in the world, has this like most contagious laugh and like, is Gritty's probably number one fan. I know a lot of people have said that. And so she's like the first thing she said to, to my wife, Katie, was, uh, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to get to be Gritty. Like that was her whole like first initial thought of it. So uh, you know, Gritty's got some uh, fans all over the, even on different NHL teams, so uh, that that's a huge thing, so I had this box, and I know that she loved him, and when they came to visit, I gave uh, gave them a couple t-shirts, and I don't know if you guys saw my tweet today, I'm like, I don't know, if I, it's a good thing that uh, Cam Atkinson's fitting into his wife's t-shirt, so, so I was giving a little bit of a, a razzle-dazzle there, but it, uh, it's just uh, good stuff, and uh, just good for the game.
2: Yeah, Scott, that kind of goes back to what I was Uh, talking about earlier, just his ability to be almost a a salesman and a promoter of this team. Uh, For a guy who had just gotten traded, a lot of times you see um, the bittersweetness come out. And I don't really – I don't think I saw much of that today. He just seemed so excited about coming and joining this team and, you know, mentioning all the the sort of connections he had with the Flyers. And he just – it really – was refreshing to see that and to see somebody talking about coming to the Flyers that way.
1: It's, it's easier when you do have friends on the team or around that team, right? And, uh, you know, if it was he was going to Anaheim, for example, he doesn't probably know anybody on that team, uh, doesn't know anyone that's retired in Anaheim, right, to make him feel more comfortable. So I think it's closer to his home. Uh, his parents are in Connecticut. Uh, all his brothers uh, work in New York City or Connecticut. So it, it's just, it's more of a homecoming for him. So I think it's it wasn't a uh, kind of a slap in the face. And like, I can't believe I'm not finishing my my uh, career with the blue jackets. It was like, okay, like I'm sure he'll have some processing time. Well, he'll miss his home. He'll miss his buddies. He'll miss the city of Columbus, which, which is a great city as well. But you know, looking forward to what he's got, uh, the hockey players that he's going to play with. Uh, you know, he he's definitely looking at the the glass half full instead of half empty, which is which is what you want in your organization, which is what you want in your room. And like I said, he's competitive. He's going to give it his all every shift too.
0: Scott, you saw what the Flyers went through last season. They gave up the most goals in hockey. Um, it was tough to watch at times. Did you feel like this type of offseason was coming and was needed, where they were going to have to? Sort of really reshape things and kind of change the dynamic of the group.
1: Well, as you say, it was tough to watch. It was tough to talk about him in between periods and after games uh, and everything. And and uh, but yeah, it's it's they needed a defenseman, right? And and they go get Ryan Ellis. uh, You know, I'm sure we'll talk about him in a second. But you know, the guy's a competitor. The guy's a leader. The guy can block shots. The guy can make those long passes. He's got a he's got one of the hardest shots that I've. uh, uh for a defenseman that I played with, uh, you know, right up there with Shea Weber. He can just absolutely bomb that puck. So uh setting him up on the power play will be uh, you know, I think uh uh priority for for the Flyers. Uh, you know, and then they bring in Lyon and then, you know, yeah, they gave up a first, uh, you know, 13th overall pick and another pick, but like the guy's six four, he's a mean guy played against him too. He finishes his checks. He's not afraid of anybody. So the Flyers need to be beef up as well on the blue line as well, which I think they did that. And then they added Ellis, obviously, we just talked about, is uh, uh, really skillful, will help probe Rob, will kind of uh, calm him down to, you know, not trying to do too much. So I, I, I loved what the Flyers said doing. Uh, who knows if they're done yet? I know they got to sign uh, Sanheim and, and Carter Hart, which is uh, going to be the big X factor of the year this year, having a bounce back year. But um, who knows? There might be another guy or two that they kind of bring in to plug some holes as well.
2: Uh, when you look at um, the, the, the Ryan Ellis pickup, you saw firsthand what he can do as his teammate and on the power play. Um, how important is it for this team to have that guy who they, they have the confidence in to run the power play? Ghost was kind of on and off last year as that guy. But Ryan, to get a veteran in there like Ryan that, that can run the power play, how key is that for uh, this team?
1: Yeah, it, 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 Ryan, now, also, you know, Flyers fans will will watch him and be like, man, he's, he's, he's calming out there. He doesn't panic with the puck. He he knows where he's moving in. You know, he's him going back for a puck, say, and, and he's got a fork check on him. He knows where that puck's going before he gets to that puck, and he makes the right play 95% of the time, right? And it's out of their zone. You're playing offense. And that, that's what you want. You don't want a D-man going back up there, you know, maybe slowing down so he doesn't get a hit, and let them get the puck first, and then you're trying to defend for – uh, a lot of the time I think that was the flyer's problem, uh, all year last year was just being a little bit too, uh, um, I don't know, scared is the right word going back for pucks, but you know, now, you know, Phil Myers is gone. Uh, ghost is gone. Um, you know, so it's, it's going to be a different, uh, defense core back there and, and, uh, hag's gone. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I, I'm super excited. I know, uh, you know, probably the organization is excited and, and fans should be excited too, because it's, uh, I guess, it's been a huge upgrade in uh, in all asset all aspects.
0: Yeah, Scott, if I can touch on Rasmus the line in a little bit, you said you played against him. Uh, just how nasty is, is he on the ice? I, I was just watching some of his highlights and it seems like he really does not shy away from anything.
1: Yeah. It's what you want. You want yeah. for a, for a six foot four, six foot five guys, you want him to be mean, right? And, yeah. and you can't teach that. You can't, a guy that's a gentle, gentle giant, per se, you, you can't tell him to go stand up and hit guys or you know take that hit to make that play. Uh, it's got to be just instilled in you as a hockey player as a kid when you grow up. So it's it's that's his style of play. Uh, it's an effective style of play. That's why, and you know everyone looks at the minuses that that he's had and you know the the obviously the play driving or all of these analytic works or whatever that he's not a very good player that way. Well, he's playing on the Buffalo Sabers, the worst worst team in the last seven eight years. So how can you actually drive play when you have no one really to drive the play with right or to make good passes or you know players turn it over at blue lines you're stuck playing defense goal so it's it's um you know for him it's going to be a fresh start it's going to be a a, uh a wonderful fresh start for him to to change his uh you know career trajectories in the right direction he's got a lot of proof as well so yeah you have these guys that are coming in that are just uh, probably just uh, so antsy to get the training camp started, get the first season under or their first season in the Flyers uniform underway. And, and I remember when I was, uh, you know, my first year as a Flyer, just the history of the organization, how much passion there is in the city. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be so cool for those guys to come in and wear those jerseys and, and play hard for the city.
2: When you look at, at Rasmus Ristelainen, you mentioned it there and kind of alluded to, the, the analytics weren't kind and people st- immediately started throwing all these numbers <laughs> around and, that were in the negative. When you take a player like him who has been kind of, you don't want to say stuck, but he's been stuck with the Sabres for the past few years, and you know, it, that's not going to be kind to anybody. I mean, it doesn't matter who the player is, Sam Reinhardt, Jack Eichel, All these guys, I mean, we saw Reinhardt got moved today. How big is it for a player to get traded and kind of be given that fresh start with another team after they've been kind of stuck in the the weeds, let's say, for a good amount (laughs) of their career?
1: Thank you, Lord. (laughs) That's what they're saying. No no, dissing on Buffalo Sabres team or fans or whatever, but when you're in a rut that they're in a rut, you know, you just, you just want a breath of fresh air. Right. And, and flyers are, obviously they spend right to the cap. They got some good young players. They got some great veterans uh, as well. So you, you look at the squad right now and, and, you know, we're rest line and think he's going to spot. He's like, wow, i got a good player in Sandheim. He's, he can move the puck. Well, he can, you know, obviously back me up. If I'm going to be up in the play, I'll, you know, maybe I'll get some power play time. I'll be out there to penalty kill every, every uh, penalty kill when they're shorthanded. So it's, it's like, wow, I'm going to get my 20 minutes ice time and everyone does their part. This is going to be a great squad. So it, it's just like brings you energy instead of being, Oh God, Buffalo Sabres, we're going to probably be last place again. And, you know, we might not win in uh, uh, what was it, March, and then beat the Flyers. To <laughs> beat the Flyers in April, right. right? So, right. Uh, so that was their Stanley Cup, right? <laughs> I
2: mean, the, the Flyers struggled with them seemingly every time they played them. It was crazy. It it <laughs> yeah. was. Every other team looked at them as a, as a, just count the, count the two points, and for <laughs> the Flyers, it never really seemed to work out that way.
1: I know, I know. So I I just think it's uh, just some team some guys need a, a change of scenery to to change their career. And, you know, I believe that uh, both Ellis and Russell on the back end, they're going to see big time minutes and then be uh, counted on for, to play well and play hard and take their games to the next level. And, you know, I have no doubt that uh, I know Ellis. I don't know Russell Ryan in that well, but I'm sure he's looking forward to this opportunity and is super stoked.
2: So, Scott, I have one more for you. Um, we talked about this a lot during games last season. Um, it, it's kind of been the sort of uh, – theme about this flyers team that they kind of needed a fresh start or a fresh look going into next season do you think with these moves that they've made the ellis trade was a week ago today so with the moves they've made in the last week do you think they've accomplished that
1: yeah i i think so too i think uh um like you said they uh, ellis was a big move uh you know i I don't even know how these GMs start thinking about, it. you know, I can move these two guys and, and, you know, Nashville flips Patrick to get that uh, Cody glass. And it's like, wow, this is crazy how it all works. Yeah. I'd love to be a fly on the wall and in, uh, in the war room, you know, the last week, right. To see how all these trades come through. But uh, you know, when you lose a player, player like Jake Borchek, you know, a guy that's supposed to retire as a flyer and, and he gets traded, like, you know, you got to look in the mirror, uh, uh, connect me. is like, wow, I got to play better. Joel Faraby, he can't be uh, just happy with his 20-goal season last year. He needs to step it up. You know, G, he's got to, you know, do what G, uh, Drew does. Uh, obviously, you know what you're going to get from uh, Sean Couturier. So it's like everyone needs to be accountable to themselves, play their role at the best of their ability for the team, and, and I think they're going to be great. So I think it's uh, when you lose Jake, you lose guys that are like, you know, Patrick was well-liked uh, you know, Phil Myers too. It's just, it's, it's a wake up call. It's going to be a different room. You know, AB's got to, you know, lay the lie down with these guys and then get them all playing together, which I, you know, I believe that he can do as well.
0: That's awesome. And Scott, I I have a feeling, I I think Cam Atkinson's wife is going to be at every home game, probably with Gritty, maybe in his suite. (laughs) I've been feeling that might be the
1: case. Yeah, I would say, I would say that the, maybe one of the kids' birthday parties might be a gritty-themed birthday party with maybe a surprise for him. Just more for her, but not for the kids. So uh, it's, uh, it'll be good to see them and uh, you know be close to them because they're great people.
0: That was awesome. You set up Cam well, um, and it was just so great chatting with you, just given all your connections to all these moves uh, and everything the Flowers are doing. Uh, Scott, really appreciate you taking the time to join us, and, and great hearing from you.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Joe. Take care, guys. Yeah, you too, Scott.
0: Thank you. You too. Yeah, Joe, that was awesome hearing from Scott Hartnell. Um, just so unique how uh, he has played with all of those guys. Obviously, Jake, Cam Atkinson, Ryan Ellis. Um, I even forgot about the Ryan Ellis one, and obviously the connection with Nashville. So, uh, man, uh, Scott's going to be awesome to work with during uh, next season, too, uh, just given he he knows all those guys' games. Sounds like he's excited about the offseason. Joe, do you think fans should be excited about this offseason? season?
2: I do. I mean, um, so when when the when the trade for Atkinson happened earlier this morning, I sent a text to Scott and I said, What what do you think Jake's feelings about this are? And he's like, you know, it's it's probably bittersweet, but and then he said, and Atkinson's my Atkinson's my boy, so I'm really pumped about having him here. So um yeah, so that was really good. And I think the fans should be pumped too because Uh, I alluded to it during talking to Scott. I I think it's been a while since we've seen a guy that's a pure goal scorer like that on the flyers. And I, uh, you know, I I think that's going to bring a lot of excitement. And again, I really think that this team is in desperate need of a guy who can be sort of a pitch man for other players. Um, This team for the longest time was a destination for free agents and, I feel like maybe that kind of went away for a little bit. And a guy like Cam Atkinson, we saw it today during his press conference, how he was kind of beaming with energy and electricity about coming to this organization. And I think he can, he can be a spokesperson and a promoter of this organization for other players to come into the fold as well. And I think that's something this, des- this team desperately need, along with just being a great player. And so, yeah, I, I, think, I think there's a fresh look to this team that the fan base should be excited about.
0: Yeah. You can tell he got a lot of his, he probably got a lot of his personality and the way he plays and represents himself probably from Scott Hartnell uh, learning from him. Um, And you want guys like that to come into your organization and have that, have that mindset. You want them to come here. And it sure sounds like he wanted to, you know, was happy to be in Philadelphia. He was shocked. Um, He was celebrating his, his son's three-year-old birthday but that did not put a damper on his mood. He, he was happy to talk, to talk to media members and he was happy to talk about what's next in his career. And that's coming to Philadelphia and playing for the Flyers. Big offseason for the Flyers. And I think everyone um, knew it was time for some change. It was time to reshape this group a little bit um, because next year is important. And uh, last year was not good. And the Flyers, I think, knew. Uh, They cannot be complacent. They needed to reshape this team. And I think fans are going to be excited about that. Time will tell how it all works out next season, but things look different and uh, there's no arguing that. But Joe, great having you. Great chatting with Scott, Scott Hartnell as well. Thanks so much for lining that up. A big thank you to Derek Souders, our video producer for recording this and hopping on with us. And Flyers fans, as always, thank you for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. Wherever you get your podcasts, Please rate and listen, and we cannot wait to talk to you next time.